Hello and welcome back everybody to another episode of the .NET on AWS show. I'm your host, Brandon Minnick, and with me, as always, is the amazing Francois. Francois, how, how are you doing? How was your week? Fine, fine. I'm I'm doing great. Uh, good morning, everyone. Good afternoon for people in Europe, and good evening, good night for folks in Asia, uh, because we, we are from everywhere. That's right. That's right. So... If you have watched the .dot and AWS show, you might notice somebody's missing. Uh, we love Isaac, but we are taking over the show. Uh, if, if you hadn't heard, there were some layoffs recently that unfortunately Isaac got caught up in. But we still want to push forward with the show because we have so much to share with you, the .dot uh, and the AWS community. And great transition. We have a couple announcements to make. Uh, there is a conference next week that both Francois and I will be at called NDC Oslo. This is one of the biggest conferences in Europe, uh, certainly the biggest.NET conference uh, in Europe. And so if you're in the area, NDC Oslo is happening next week. There's two days of workshops, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, our amazing conference talks all week. Uh, so come join us. We'll be at the .NET on AWS booth. This is where you can find us. Yep. And we'll also be giving a couple talks ourselves. Um, I'm actually kicking off the week in Stavanger. So Stavanger, Norway, if you're there, come check me out at the AWS user group. I'll be talking about um, .NET MAUI and how we can connect our mobile apps to the cloud on AWS. And then, Francois, I believe you have a talk queued up on yes. Tuesday. I have a, yes, on Tuesday, I have a community talk. Uh, I will be speaking about uh, REST, GraphQL, uh, gRPC, uh, and Signaler, and uh, all this backend API technology and how we can uh, decide uh, which one to use for a use case uh, because it's, it's always something hard to make. Okay, how do I choose? There are so many ways to build an API today. So, or can I choose? That's a good question. That's actually, there's a there's a new um, conference talk I've been working on myself that's similar and just you know which 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 service do we choose? <laughs> you know anything from like when because when you show up to AWS you see options like uh, AWS Lambda, Elastic Beanstalk, um, uh, GraphQL yeah. options like, uh, but it's like okay, well I just want an API. What do I do? Or I just want a website. What do I do? Um, but yeah, very familiar friends with that, that situation and, you know, having to even just figure out what, what framework, what tool to use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, goodness. We, we have today, it's like a condistor. You have so many different choice. It's like, oh my God, it's awesome. But which one should I pick? Right. I love, I love that meme. I think it was XKCD where it's like, there's. There's too many choices. There's too many frameworks out there today. We need to build one to uh, to win them all. And then the next frame is there's now 13 frameworks to choose from. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, we do have such an amazing guest today, and I'm super excited to, to bring her in. But Francois, you have a couple announcements to make before we get going. Yeah. Uh, last week, we uh, have released a new... Um, .NET sample application uh, called uh, Bob's uh, Bob's Use Book. Uh, 
it's it's really to me the best way I learn to build something to 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 build an application is looking at the code of already existing application. And here, uh, Brad Weber and uh, Steve Roberts. Uh, uh, Steve Roberts was part of the company and has been also uh, been hit by the layoff, but still uh, have contributed a lot to these samples. Uh, they've built a, a, an overall uh, e-commerce application using uh, several AWS services. But what I, I like uh, in the uh, sample is that it's a full-blown application that you can run locally, debug locally as you would expect. Okay, I can really just git clone the repository and hit F5 and run the application and it will works uh, on your uh, local machine with a uh, local SQL, uh, for example. And then you have a second step where you can use um, what we call AWS Cloud Development Kit. So it's a infrastructure as code uh, technology that will allow you to deploy all the required resources to run the same samples in the cloud on AWS. So it deploys all the required resources for you. You don't have to care. You just trust what they've built and you can run the exact same application in the cloud. So uh, it's really uh, helpful, uh, in my opinion, just to uh, get started uh, to, uh, with .NET on AWS and to understand how, how it works. Uh, and it uses many services. And we ha I have a second link. It's th uh, a link from uh, someone from the community, uh, Jack Scott. He uh, built a great uh, post and a great example on how to deploy uh, a serverless API on AWS Lambda, but using .NET native IoT. So it's a step-by-step samples -step, uh, where, where he, he explained uh, how to build this, how to compile with uh, .NET native IoT uh, and uh, leverage the amazing performance improvement of using uh, native IoT. So great community content. Love that. And yeah, Francois and I were chatting before the show about IoT on .NET. If, if you've never heard about this, it's, it's really, really cool. Um, IoT just stands for ahead of time compiled. And what that means is, well, if we back up nowadays, everything, most everything on .NET is just in time compiled. So JIT uh, compiler is what it runs on. And what really happens when you publish your ASP.NET core website, for example, is every time your code runs, the JIT compiler optimizes it. So your code should get a little bit faster every time, um, thanks to the JIT compiler. But that means your code's going to be a little slow to start. Because uh, that first run through, everything's got to load. You know, the, all the .NET runtime stuff has got to load. Um, so the first time you deploy uh, your website to your server, for example, that first load is going to be a little longer than the rest. And then it gets faster and faster until it gets super optimized. Um, AOT basically does all of that ahead of time. So it compiles all that code ahead of time. So your apps launch really, really quickly. And this is something that I've been doing for a long time. I'm actually a, a mobile app developer by trade. I... Uh, make iOS and Android apps in C-sharp using Xamarin and now down at Maui. And in the Xamarin world, we've been doing AOT forever because on iOS, Apple doesn't allow you to basically execute code at runtime. So it forces us developers to <laughs> pre-compile all of our apps 
And there's something called the Mono Runtime, which included an AOT compiler for .NET decades ago. Well, definitely over a decade ago. <laughs> uh, and so I love it because that allows my apps to launch super fast because, you know, you don't want to be staring at a splash screen on your mobile on your mobile phone. Nobody enjoys that. So super excited to see this coming to um, the greater .NET world. We can use it on our websites. We can use it on things like publish a website to say um, AWS Lambda, where it can reload every time and reload quickly. That's got me excited. So thanks so much, Francois. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, but it is time to bring in our amazing guests. Uh, you've probably seen her around. She's huge in the community. Uh, but without further ado, Ilan Dani, welcome to the show. Hi, Brendan. Um, it's actually Ilan Dene, but... <laughs> Dene, I'm sorry. Uh... Not to, not to like put you on blast or anything. <laughs> the two E's got me. <laughs> but thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show. I'm so excited to be your first guest. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be, we're going to have such an amazing time and have an amazing conversation. So, yeah. Can't wait. So, so Alon, for folks who don't know you, uh, who are you and what do you do? Oh my gosh, there's so many things that I do. There's so many aspects of myself. That's why I just called myself the tech goddess. <laughs> so I am involved in tech and mindset. I started learning how to code mid-pandemic back in August of 2020. And uh, since then, like I've done amazing, incredible things. I won. I create, created a .NET book study web series called .NET Book Study with my co-host Gabriel Emanuel. Um, we are working on some new episodes coming to you guys soon. Um, and basically, it's we're going through different concepts of .NET and C Sharp and coding, doing live coding and like helping one, I don't know everything about code, so I'm learning in that process, but we're also kind of teaching it to the community, to people who don't really know much about .NET or C Sharp, and making it more accessible to those who are code newbies and that, that want to learn how to code. And we have a corresponding uh, Discord group called .NET Book Study on Discord, Um and then I also have a podcast called A Conversation With, where I am speaking with awesome .NET developers, learning about their stories, learning about their journeys, and you know what makes them them. Because I feel like sometimes we can get a little too lost in the code. And at the end of the day, tech is about human connection and bringing human imagination to life. So that is the purpose of that, just learning about people's stories, the storytelling, and um, what makes them them and unique. Another thing that I am doing <laughs> is uh, I am, I'm the co-host of Inside.net. We've had Brandon on, and that's kind of how we met. It was a really awesome episode. I learned so much from you, Brandon. Um, we had, it's a, basically, it's a, a, a panel <laughs> of .NET community members, awesome people, obviously. <laughs> and we're interviewing different people in the community and, you know, going through their code samples, everything that 
all of their fun .NET adventures. I, I think that's a good way <laughs> to explain it. <laughs> I and, love it. Yeah, there's just so much to me. That's why it's like, for me, I've never even had a job in the tech industry. I've kind of just created my own space. And so it can be tough in describing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I just say, you know, I'm the tech goddess. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. And, you know, you mentioned, um, and you're certainly very passionate about uh, helping out new developers, code newbies. Um, and I'm curious, so how, how did you get started in your .NET journey? Uh, yeah. let's, let's go way back. What, oh what year is it? And, and how did you get going? It's so funny, even like going way back, it's like my mind was in such a different place then than it was than it is now. And which is why I am involved with I specialize in tech and mindset. Like mindset is so important when learning how to code, when doing anything, honestly, because our thoughts create our reality. If we're thinking negative thoughts, we're only gonna focus on negativity in our lives. So for me. During the pandemic, I felt like, okay, shoot, like people are losing their jobs. At the time, uh, I was a payroll and retirement specialist for a charter school. And, you know, when you're hearing about tech and you're not familiar with it, you hear a lot about how people can lose their jobs, that you're getting automated out of a job. And for me, I wanted to anticipate that move. Um so I was like, shoot, I need to learn how to code. I need to be a part of the tech industry. It seems like the job security is in the tech industry. And so that's when I decided to like do some research on YouTube, like how to be a software developer, how to get into tech. And um, there was, I forget, I keep forgetting his name. Um, his name is Andrew. His first name is Andrew, and he's a he's a very popular C sharp developer on YouTube. He has a whole community and everything, but like because he was a C sharp developer, I was like, you know what? Like, shoot, I'm not a, I'm not going to spend too much time going back and forth on like which language to choose. Like, I'm going to pick C sharp. <laughs> Obviously, like you can do so much like with C sharp. You can make games, you can make mobile apps, desktop apps, like websites. There's a lot of variety with C sharp. So that's what I chose. And it's just been such a long journey. Oh my gosh. There was a point in time, like when I first started, I, cause I, I found community on Twitter and I felt like that was a very like big, like a pivotal point for me is finding that community on Twitter. Um, cause I started doing book studies with members of the, the .NET community, um, learning how, <laughs> learning the history of the internet, like learning, like what makes us all tick. And that's, and it was the book study that helped me form communities. And that's why we ended up doing .NET book study. Um, but like, even at the time, like I had huge imposter syndrome where like I was too afraid to even tweet about what I was learning because I didn't want to seem dumb. I didn't want people to think of me as dumb or like as a noob, like as <laughs> it's like all these negative thoughts, like that kind of kept me like isolated and away from like actually like reaching out, reaching out and having conversations like these. Um I feel like I'm talking a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Actually, we actually it's just had somebody asking the comments about 
the the name of the YouTube channel. Um, I know, right? It, I think it's it's Andrew. It, it starts with an Malkov? F. I, I was just googling it real quick. I don't know. See. <laughs> yes, like it. That's how I feel. Like it was just <laughs> so long ago. It was so long ago. Like even when you think about it, it's like already 2023. Crazy, super crazy. But um, yeah, I, I feel like that. Andrew Trollson. I think I'm, <laughs> I think that the, his last name starts with an S. Like <laughs> we'll have to we'll have yeah. to find it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll find it for you guys. But um, yeah, I feel like even learning how to code, it was like I was. There's different storylines like within the storyline because it's also like it's where my mind was at, and this is why I feel like it's so important because having the right mindset before you get into anything like it's very important because it keeps you confident <laughs> for like with all any twists and turns that may come your way like you develop unshakable confidence where it's like you know I know who I am one big thing that I saw that kind of bugged me in um like when learning how to code it was like basically is this method outdated should you even learn this anymore should you be a web developer <laughs> in 2023 should you become a software developer in 2023 this thing is outdated like we're not doing that anymore and it's like if you are of the future yeah right it's like <laughs> telling you which way to go which direction to go and it's like no everyone is the captain of their own ship and that's like once you realize that that's when things become easier and you have a sense of direction of where you want to go you personally and not what somebody else is telling you because i felt like for me i was kind of caught in that for a while and it messed with my confidence it made me confused it made me burnt out from coding cuz i was like there was a point in time where um, and this is another thing. <laughs> There's a point in time where like you go on Twitter and it's like, oh, if you want to be a software developer, you got to and, and you want to get hired. You got to code like three hours a day, like all of these like requirements. And so for a long time of my like the beginning of my journey, I was like isolating myself for hours <laughs> <laughs> like I had like a full-time job and everything like as my because I had it I had a double life I had a full-time job wait wait, as... wait, 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 wait. you, you <laughs> had a full-time job yes. and you learn yes oh my God. that's why I'm like <laughs> like I had a double life like and it was just all of these things that like I was like hearing from people and it's like shoot like I, I need to like step my game up. Like if I'm going to be taken serious, I need to do these things. And, and it's just listening to anybody, like even if the advice is bad, but uh, like I had a full-time job and like I would even work overtime a lot because I was payroll and retirement specialist. Like you're, you're dealing with people's paychecks. You're dealing with the retirement, such sensitive information, you know? So um, being, held accountable for that as well as like listening to people tell me like I have to code this many hours a day and that's what I was doing and I ended up like kind of burning myself out <laughs> yeah bad. I burned Holy cow. myself out bad <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and I guess that's like a whole another point is like me looking at tech from a more holistic approach more of like what like 
taking it off the pedestal just a bit. Like I love coding. I love tech, but like, I need to make sure my mind is okay. <laughs> like if, if I'm too lost in the sauce, like I won't, my mind won't be clear enough to have amazing ideas and to have amazing solutions. So that's one of the biggest things is like making sure your mindset is, is, is intact and, and positive so that you have the confidence to approach any language, any framework, any person, any job with confidence and clarity of who you are. And, you know, to be, to be able to lead yourself because <laughs> if you're listening to too many different things at once, you get lost in the sauce and you get sad. <laughs> 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 So, so, well, so, yeah. so true. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I love that advice. Um, cause I know that's something that, yeah, I've been, been in the game for, oh gosh, um, programming for almost 20 years now and doing it professionally for almost 15 years now. And, um, uh, you know, that, that imposter syndrome that you mentioned, like that, that never goes away. Uh, yeah. that's something that, uh, you just kind of learn to live with and you're like, you have to keep reminding yourself that, no, I, I do know what I'm talking about and I, yeah. I am good at my job. Yeah. Um, cause, cause yeah, it's something that's super scary. Like you said, when you first get started, um, you, I don't want to say something wrong. I don't want people to, um, make fun of me for, um, doing something incorrectly. Yeah. And, for being yourself. Yeah. Also that. And, and yeah, there's a lot of, uh, vulnerability and putting yourself out there, like, well, oh, most definitely. Well, people even like me. Um, I do. I do want to interject real quick, though. Was it Andrew Stellman? Going back to our Andrew conversation, could be Andrew Stellman. Don't make me pull out my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be Andrew Stellman. It was like, let me see. Oh so my god, he... <laughs> I don't know way, like be on Facebook because he has a Facebook group. Like, <laughs> let's see. Because. Uh, so Andrew Stellman, for anybody who's n maybe never heard the name before, um, he made he actually he taught me C sharp. Andrew, we've never met, and you don't know this, <laughs> but uh, he writes an amazing book called Head First C sharp. Um, so Head First C sharp, and that was the book I bought back in gosh twenty ten when I showed up for my first job, and they're like we do C sharp here, and I go great, what's that? Uh, and he's still making new versions of it even to today. So highly, highly recommend Head First C Sharp by Andrew Stellman and would just be blown away if that's <laughs> the same that, guy. I, okay, so I love I love learning that about you. I, he sounds like an amazing man, but I just realized that it is not that man. <laughs> no, no. Um, his name is Andy Sturkowitz. Sturkowitz. Let's see if I can find that <laughs> like a whole community on facebook okay so cool. That, that, that was like where i got like my start because i was like okay like i want to do it like i want to like what if i just did it like you know like <laughs> it was honestly kind of like honestly i felt like what a cool storyline that would be <laughs> if i just if i just broke into tag and like because it's something i never thought i would ever do but i've always been a little like not to like i've I've always been a little nerdy. Like, <laughs> I mean, I was like, I've always loved school. I always loved learning new things. Like, 
I was like valedictorian. Not that that matters Ooh. or anything. Like no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No <laughs> big deal. Not to say that people who code are nerdy, but <laughs> but I'm just saying. No. <laughs> not it's not wrong. Um, yeah, I I consider myself a nerd. So so on. Um, yeah, we were talking about imposter syndrome, and you're mentioning that one of your biggest um, biggest initiatives that you're working on nowadays is is fixing that mindset. Um, oh, yeah. So, I guess first of all, what is this imposter syndrome mindset for anybody who's maybe never, <laughs> fortunately, never had to experience it? Uh, and and yeah, what are, what are those steps we take to? to fix that or to learn to live with it, if maybe that's a yeah. better way to put it. For me, I am over living with it. I'm going to be honest. Like, I, cause, like, <laughs> if you really like, if you look at that voice as separate from you, it's just like, it's, say if it was like a, a, a rude friend and I don't know if anybody has seen, okay, this is going to be like a one-off, but like I noticed it <laughs> like maybe two weeks ago, I was watching the princess diaries and her friend was like, like, as she was going through these amazing changes, she's like, oh, I'm a princess now. Like, I'm like holding myself like on a higher like pedestal. Like I can actually take things on and, and like um, embrace challenges. Like during that transition, like her friend was like, what are you doing? Like, why do you look like that? Like, you look horrible. <laughs> and like I was like, that is the voice in your head, like of imposter syndrome is like when you're trying to step up to the plate, you're trying to arise to the occasion, you're trying to um, allow new, wonderful, fun adventures into your life. Sometimes you will hear that voice in your mind that says like, what do you think you're doing? No one will ever take you serious. You've never done this before. You don't know what you're doing. Like, and you realize, oh, by like, like catching how you're feeling like if you start to feel like defeated and deflated it's like oh that's what's happening it's that voice and I'm letting it run wild the good thing in that I've learned and I I make sure that I am doing this for myself because I cannot teach anybody or like help anybody if I don't even know what I'm doing myself what I've learned is that through mental discipline, you have to get a handle on that voice because that voice will talk you out of a beautiful relationship. It will talk you out of a job. It will talk you out of doing a fun project. Like it will talk you out of amazing, beautiful opportunities in your life and you will be a slave to it. You'll be in prison to that voice. And when you think about it, that voice is like the voice of a coward. Like n that voice is the voice of somebody who would never do what you are so courageous enough to even entertain the thought of. Does that make sense? Like it, it's, if you look at somebody who is just talking down on you, being mean to you, um, crapping all over your dreams, <laughs> 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 like then you look at them like, you don't, you're not good for me. Like you would kind of like have a, a boundary, like, okay, Hey guy, like, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. And, and you have to do that for me. I've learned is having mental discipline 
So for me, I make positive affirmations my lifestyle. It used to be a means to an end, but now I realize it has to be a lifestyle because your thoughts create your reality. The thoughts that you think, and this is what I've learned, and I'm not here to convince anybody, but the thoughts that you think are the lines of code in your mind. <laughs> and just like how you see the lines of code and it, the output is an app, the thoughts in your mind, is, the output is your reality. So if you're only thinking negative thoughts, like I said, you talk yourself out of amazing situations. But if you're thinking positive thoughts and you're consistent and this is a lifestyle and this is who you become, then you're on top of your game. You're on the pedestal of your own life. And that's where everybody should be. Everyone should be on the pedestal of their own life. Everyone should be the main character of their own life. So <laughs> everyone should feel confident enough to live the life of their dreams. <laughs> and if it's between me and living the life of my dreams and that voice, I'm going to wrestle that voice to the freaking ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting that voice stop me from everything I've ever wanted in my entire life. You know what I mean? So that's what I've learned. Like if you, all you're doing is thinking negative thoughts, like just how I was like with the imposter syndrome, if I, if I never felt developed the confidence enough to send out a tweet about what I'm learning or send out a tweet saying, hello world, <laughs> hello C-sharp world, this never would have happened. And I, I'm loving, I'm doing what I love. Like <laughs> I'm doing what I love. I'm so happy. I, I, I feel so at peace with myself and it's like, I, I I'm seeing the benefits of wrestling that voice to the freaking ground. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screw that guy. <laughs> no, like, what did you say to me? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> So, yeah, I think it's like by what helps is just making the distinction. It's like, you know, you know what's on your heart. You know what you want to do. You know what you want to achieve. You know what you want to experience. If there is a voice that you're hearing or entertaining in your mind that contradicts that, then that's that other guy. That's that guy that, ha that has nothing to do with what you are trying to plan for your future and plan for your life. So that's what I've come to know. And I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's very well said. I um somebody once said to me, and I love this advice that your your thoughts are not you. Oh you know, random <laughs> yeah, like random thoughts pop up into our minds all the time and uh they they can end up consuming us, but mm -hmm. when you think about it, you know, I I know you, I know Francois based off of your actions, like we've all had crazy thoughts. You know, I've been at the top of skyscrapers and gone, wow, that would be crazy if I jumped off. Like we've all had that thought, but, but I don't do it. <laughs> like I'm not the guy who jumps from skyscrapers. Don't uh, do that. You probably only get to do that once, but, right? but yeah, your, your thoughts are not you, you, you are your actions. Um, and so, yeah, I love that advice of being able to dismiss that, voice that tells you you can't do it um i mean granted when it tells you not to jump from the building listen yeah, to that that's, when you, that's, <laughs> that's a good voice that. <laughs> but, you're like okay you got a point 
point. <laughs> there. <laughs> one thing, okay, that's an interesting point. Um, one thing that I've heard and that I've, for me and my experience, is like, even when it, it's like, you are not your thoughts, but you are the observer of your thoughts. And I feel like that gives you a, a lot more control where it's just like, okay, I just, I'm thinking this thought and I get to decide if this is what I want to entertain. If this is what I want to keep, if this is what I want to experience. Because like when you become the observer of your thoughts, you allow yourself to have a little bit more space, a little more space from like your, your any negative, any negative thoughts or space from a situation where it's like, okay, is this what I want to experience in my life? Is this what something I want to continue experiencing in my life? Is this something that I want to entertain? Is this fun for me? Is this, is this fun for me? That's one that like I, I think about a lot, especially when it's coding and, and, and having conversations like this. Like my biggest thing now is like achievement is easy. Like, and, and like achievement is easy. Like it's, it's inevitable. My biggest thing now is like, am I having fun? I think we're, we all want to have fun. That's why we do what we do. We all want to have fun. So when you become the observer of your thoughts, like, oh, is this a, is this a fun thought? Like, is this something that I want to experience? Is this something that I want to like dream about? You know, like, <laughs> is this fun? If it's not fun, like kick to the curb. You have that ability. ability. And I think that's what's awesome is like, oh, ew, no. (laughs) Set that to the side over there. Put it in the furnace. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Francois, what do you think? Um, uh, I can relate to a lot of uh, what Ilan just said. Uh, To be, for example, as a French person, uh, something... uh, uh, that has been hard is to to start speaking in English, mm. and in in, uh, in in person presentation or live here uh, in this stream, it was kind of battle f- for me just to okay, let's do it. Uh, yeah. I want to do it like, exactly li- like you said. It was my goal at some point to to reach this level to be, of confidence. Okay, I want to do it. I want to be able to. Otherwise, uh, it would have been a, a strong barrier to me. I could have, I, I've been a Microsoft VP. I've worked at Microsoft before, though I work at AWS. I, I'm very lucky of all of this, but not speaking English would have been a huge barrier for me as a, as a French person. So, and yes, for a long time I was, no, you won't be able to do it. No, you won't be able to do it. And at some point I said, no, I want to do it. Otherwise, could I couldn't achieve my dream and my dreams were okay I want to work in those kind of companies because that's where innovation happened so yeah I can I can totally relate to what uh, Elan just said that's amazing yeah. that is amazing because like even me like I've been wanting to learn like because I I know Spanish like I can like read it I still need to like get better at like hearing it. So, but that's something that I've recently decided, like, you know, I'm going to commit to that. I want to get better. I want to be fluent. And how cool would it be to even speak? Like, I haven't even thought about that part, Francois, like to even like speak in Spanish, like during a live to speak a different language on a live stream. 
that is amazing. Like you're killing it. <laughs> that is awesome. Like, and like the, the type of confidence that it takes to even do that. Like, that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But it was a kind of journey like you. Uh, uh, this journey I started a few years ago, started with a few meetings with a, uh, a few folks based in US. And then uh, in Europe, I joined a European team. So with folks uh, dispatched all, uh, all across Europe. Okay. So the the language for uh, communication was English. So, you know, it, it gets better on a daily basis. And then you reach that level of confidence where, okay, let's have a, a talk in English at a in-person conference. And then, so yeah, uh, it's a journey. Yeah. Uh, like, I was just gonna say, like, how fun is that? Like, even that, that, like, to, like, when you first got that idea, was it like a fun idea to you? Oh yes, yes. Uh, it was. It was a. F it was fun. Sometimes it, it was stressful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, <I'm sorry. laughs> because you know you you uh like 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 when you code, if you don't use the right keywords. Uh, the computer won't understand you. <laughs> if you're speaking another language and you don't use the right one, you're always, oh, am I saying the right thing? Uh, am I saying what I really mean? Yeah. Or, uh, am I insulting this person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and it, it happens sometimes. Uh, it happened to me uh, in some meetings to, to have to apologize after a meeting because. I've used an expression or a word in the in the wrong situation, and it was kind of offensive for the person. But I I didn't know. No. So, so that's something where you you have to deal with. Yeah. That's so. awesome, though. That's super awesome. Yeah, I I feel like it's it always for me. It always starts with just like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to do this? And then it's like I think once you get that, it's like that's when it like there's like a certain fear. That's like, but what if, but what if, but what if, you know, or like, <laughs> am I really, am I doing this right? Like all those questionings, like even today, I will say like, even today, like I've, I was so excited to talk with you guys today to be the very first guest. <laughs> no <laughs> pressure. Very first guest. No, <laughs> yeah. pressure. no pressure. And I had to like, really like talk myself down. I was like, I got a little irritated. I was like, first of all, like. I do this all the time. Like, this is like, this is, I'm doing what I love. This is fun. And I listen to my positive affirmations. And it's like, like where I, I, there's that voice where it's like the questioning. It's the questioning, like, okay, what am I going to talk about? Like, do I know like all? And it's like, I think rather than being like sitting in the question, it's like becoming the answer. And I don't know if like, if you guys, if that makes sense to you guys, but it's like becoming the answer, like, no boom 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 like this is what it is and we're gonna have a good time we're gonna have fun <laughs> so it's like yeah. talk talking yourself down basically yeah yeah understanding that you can do it you know how to do it um and then yeah sometimes i mean in this case probably not so much but um in those scenarios i've always found when when you know how to do it but you have that anxiety about like how am i going to get there just kind of sitting down and kind of working backwards from that solution. So 
I, yeah. I know I'm capable of the, capable of this. Maybe I've never done it before, so it's definitely scary. Um, but what steps do I need to take to get there? And then now you have kind of a, a smaller goal or a more obtainable goal. And then you can break those down. So like, what steps do I need to get to there? And then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, well, I just start by like opening up my computer. I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of get these very bite-sized chunks and eventually, um, yeah, eventually you'll, you'll reach that goal and you'll turn around and go, oh my goodness, like me two years ago, (laughs) thought I could never do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that, exactly like even like now like what i'm doing now is like it's i'm having so much fun i feel like it's 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 a dream come true it's so awesome and like the fact that it just stemmed from something like wouldn't it be fun if you know <laughs> and then like going back to what you were saying is like because what it sounded like to me what you were saying is that you're just kind of visualizing the end visualizing like what your the outcome that you want and that's kind of like what i i've been doing it's just visualizing the outcome that i want is to have a good time like doing fun things having a good time talking to amazing people and learning something new and that's kind of like where my focus is rather than being lost in the sauce about what if and like how do i do this and like and getting anxious it's just focusing on the outcome And as you shift your focus, like, I don't know if you've heard of this, um, but where your attention goes, like, that's what grows. Like, Hmm. so, like, whatever you place your attention on, that's what expands. And I am placing my attention to on the outcome that I want. And I think that's what helps going back to the imposter syndrome. That's what helps silence that voice. I have learned that through like repetition and experience, like repetition and persisting and letting it like becoming this new version of yourself through the repetition and and the persisting of your positive thoughts and your positive affirmations. That's just who you become. So um, that that's what I've experienced. I feel like I don't question myself as much anymore. Um, I feel like if there is a fun opportunity that is presented to me, I'm going to take it because I know that I'm the best for that. (laughs) I know that I am the best. (laughs) That's right. And I'm not afraid to say that anymore. (laughs) I'm not afraid to pretend to be humble, like when I want to be the best. So, um, yeah, and I think everybody should feel that way. And it's possible. It's possible. Absolutely incredible. Um, now, now, uh, there's I'm I'm looking at your your website right now. Uh let me let's pull up the link. Um so alandane.shop and when I when I first saw the URL, I I will say I was I was a little taken aback cuz you know in the developer world usually we're .dev or .io .dev. or .com if you can get a .com nowadays. Yeah. Uh and I was like .shop I'm like yeah. <laughs> what is this? And and I'm glad I I came on to explore it and I recommend everybody does because yeah. you offer so many services. Um, so I'm seeing, you know, one-on-one coaching, mentoring, um, tell us a little bit more about those because from what I've gathered in just these last 30 minutes, <laughs> you have amazing advice and for, uh, oh, for folks new to the community or new to a goal in general, I would say, um, 
but yeah, what are some of the services uh, we can we can find on your website, and what could we expect for when we sign up? Of course. So I offer, like you said, I offer one-on-one coaching. So if you guys, anybody wants to work with me one-on-one, any advice, any goals you want to take on, confidence you want to build, I am your girl. (laughs) Um, I also offer .NET Mastermind, which is basically a mastermind group for people who are interested in .NET in regards to careers or industry navigation, you know, things can be uncertain at times. And it's like developing the confidence to navigate that uncertainty, but you becoming the certainty and not relying on the outside world to give you certainty. Um, I also have Project Pow Wow, which is and all of this is like roundtable besides the one-on-one coaching, but um, Project Pow Wow is for technical tutoring. If you guys need any technical tutoring um, when it comes to C-sharp or .NET, again, I'm your girl. Um, and I, the thing about me for why I offer this in a roundtable style is because I'm going to be honest, I don't know everything. I don't care to know everything. And I noticed that um, we all learn much more quickly when it's in a conversation space and a round table space. Um, I, I've mentioned this a few times, but this is since this is my first time being on here. Um, I interviewed my friend, Morten Rangye, who's, who's in Norway. He's an amazing .NET developer. Um, but he told me that his boss at the time told him that when you get uh, the, um, the right people in the room, and you get them talking to each other, that's when the magic happens. And for me, the the term that I've learned and I've come to know is the term synergy. It is the magic that happens through collaboration, through conversation, through cooperation. And I think when we allow synergy to take over, and we don't have to worry about knowing everything, knowing it all, but when we know what we want to know, and we know what is fun for us as individuals, when we know what we want to know and have fun to know, um, and we are true to ourselves and in alignment with ourselves, that's when the synergy takes over. If we're all talking and having a conversation together, that is when the synergy takes over. That's when we we become the answer. That's when we get the answers that we want and that we need, and we create the solutions that we want and that we need. So that is what I offer. And then I also have... Um, some some products too. Like if you need to make a decision, I have a decision worksheet. I I've, I've turned my talks into interactive eBooks just because I feel like that's fun and it it helps me. Like because I I ever since I started, I I've talked about my journey and where my mind has gone. So if you guys need some to gain any type of clarity in your journey, I have the interactive eBook where you can you know, take it a step at a time, challenge yourself, push yourselves to, um, to new horizons and to new opportunities and, and to challenge yourself each and every day. So. Incredible. Um, Thanks, and I'm curious because <laughs> I know, you know this, obviously we're, we're talking about.net on here and we all love to code here on the show. Um, but it sounds like a lot of these skills can be used outside of software. Uh, do you see oh, a lot that. of folks leveraging similar skills or or non-technical yeah, I, folks maybe I, coming to you to learn this? My thing with that is that this is when you learn these types of skills, sometimes the code becomes irrelevant. 
because like going back like code becomes legacy code code becomes outdated at times and it's not that the code is bad you know just like how we're i believe we're gonna have dotnet 8 is being released like we had dotnet 7 we had dotnet 6 and you know and and before it's like we at the end of the day tech is for us tech is not above us tech came from the human imagination that's how powerful the human imagination is that's how powerful we are so it's not being afraid of tech anymore it's putting yourself back on the pedestal is not being afraid of tech especially like you know those fears and these conspiracies of like i'm going to lose my job because of tech like i'm going to be automated out of a job they've taken our jobs we don't trust it tiktok is like i mean <laughs> like you know like all of those types of like fearful conversations it's like you don't even have to be afraid of tech anymore it came from the human imagination so it's taking control of the human imagination to prepare for the outcome that you want. Like I said, doing the positive affirmations, having the positive thoughts, visualizing your own success. It's like, once you learn these skills, you've become a master of yourself. You don't have to be afraid of the code. You don't like, so it's like it, code, it can be interchanged with anything. It, it really can. Like when, it, if it's dieting or weight loss or, riding on a bike. I don't know. <laughs> it's anything that you want to take on in your life and you want to entertain um, the thought that you could be successful at it. So honestly, it's like, this is just who I am. And I enjoy coding. I enjoy like talking to amazing people such as yourself and, and, and having like awesome conversations about like the leading edge. You know, that's what I like. I like being on the leading edge. And, and it's also, but just being the master of yourself. So you're if a situation like the pandemic, you don't lose your mind. <laughs> Look how far we've come. Look how far we've maybe, come. Maybe a little bit. Right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe I only lost a, a little bit of, of my mind. <laughs> yeah, me too. But it's like, now that I found, I found it, it's like, okay, let's go. Like being the certainty in times of uncertainty. I love that. This is such great advice. and. We only have a couple minutes left, um, but I do want to touch on something you mentioned earlier that um, folks watching, listening to the show today can uh, maybe get a takeaway because we've we've touched on the subject of interviewing a couple times. You know, Francois mentioned um, leveraging English skills to kind of get ahead, move up, improve his interviewing skills, get a better job, and uh, and Elon, you mentioned that. Some of the first advice that was told to you is you need to study three hours a day so you can yeah. prep for these interviews. Uh, but I'm curious, what what is your <laughs> advice to folks seeking to get that new job, seeking to get ahead uh, or even to break into tech? Because um, I'm going to guess it, it's not to study three hours a day and burn yourself no, out. No. <laughs> I, I was burnt out for a very long time. I was like, I was burnt out and I was like pissed off because I felt like I was like, I was just listening to anybody with any advice. But like mm. for me, I, I had to realize and I even like, okay, that's another thing that I have is the learning with intention study workbook. I feel like in order to um, learn something new, you have to come at it with like, why am I learning this? What do I want to get out of it? 
What is the intention? You have to set the intention first, because if you don't, you get lost in the sauce and you just go off of anybody's advice, even if it's bad and, and not good for you. So it's like, I feel like first you come at it from like, okay, what do I want to get out of this? Well, if this is what I want to get out of this, well, I am going to set the intention of studying, but it doesn't have to be like crazy hours because when I was doing that, I was so lonely. I was isolating myself because I feel like I had to do this to get a good job. Um, but first of all, setting the intention, I will say repetition is key, but also what, what, what is the fun? What is your source of fun? For me, I had to come to the conclusion and get over the guilt that, you know, I am not like the average developer. I I think that I'm not like the average developer. Like I, like I said, I, I never had a job in the tech industry. Like I created my job in the tech industry and it was based off of my own personal like guiding system, like listening to myself, listening to what's in my heart. And <clears throat> I, so I'm not coding every single day. For me, I like to go out in the sun and, and meditate and make sure my mind is clear so that when I do come up with like good ideas, like I'm able to come up with good ideas because my mind is clear. So it's also about going for my fun. I love having wonderful conversations. I love meeting new people. I love learning. So it, it's going with what is your personal fun. So going back to what I said, intentions, setting the intention. What do you want to get out of it? Um, having working it into your routine and, and allowing that to be your repetition. Um, three, I, I didn't mention this part, but having the positive self-talk and being kind to yourself throughout this entire journey, because it is a journey and it's always, it's always moving. It's always shifting. It's tech. And, and four is finding your fun and making that a priority. Your fun needs to be a priority. This is your life and you only you live your life. So fun should be a part of your life. It should be the main focus of your life. So that that's what I have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love the your advice about the routine. Uh, I think it's, it is very important. And re regarding to my journey uh, about English, it was uh, very important uh, into my journey to set a routine, a daily routine. Okay, every day you have to speak in English at least one hour. You have to set up meetings with, with folks abroad uh, just to make it uh, intentional. It won't happen uh, if you don't do something. Yes, yes. Like going back to what I said, even when it comes to like mastering your mind, it comes through repetition and allowing it to like allowing yourself to go through that process of the repetition and not beating yourself up. Um like and, and and being kind to yourself through the process because it is a process, but repetition is key. That's what I've learned. Repetition is key. It's such good advice. Yeah, because um, you know, it's it's one of those things that's like, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Um, but at the same time, when it comes to breaking into tech, learning programming, learning C sharp, um, or just learning new skills in general, like anybody can do it and and keeping in mind the fun <laughs> I, yeah. I i love that i love that aspect because if if you set a goal for yourself and you start learning a, a new language or whether it's a programming language or um 
uh, a language language. I don't even know what the right, uh, but <laughs> a language, but, yeah, speaking language. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, as you're going through this process, if if you're not having fun, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe maybe that you learn something new about yourself, and that's and that's the takeaway that you know what I don't really enjoy learning this or. I've actually found a niche over here in this part where I like this specific part <laughs> about what I'm learning. Um, and I think that holds true for so many things in life because, yeah, it's it's your life, like like you said. Um, and if you're not having fun, what's the point? So let's let's prioritize that. And we can still follow the processes. We can still be successful. Um, but finding the fun, finding the good in things, I think is what will, well, keeps me going at least. (laughs) (laughs) The positive outcome. (laughs) That's right. So, uh, Alana, it's been so awesome having you on the show. I can't believe we only have two minutes left. I know. Um, I had so much fun. Before we sign off, uh, where, where can folks find you? Yeah. Um, okay. So you guys, you can find me on my, I'm on Instagram, Elon Danae Coates. And then I'm also on Twitter. I'm code the lightning. It's a Metallica reference. <laughs> Ride the lightning, but it's code the lightning. I never wanted to change it because I was like, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I never changed it to Elon Danae Coates, but yeah, code the lightning on Twitter. Um, and I'm on YouTube, duh. Like, <laughs> Elon Danae Coates on YouTube. I love it. Well, Elon, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank and you. thank you for for watching the show and sticking with us as we transition into the new series hosted by Brandon and Francois. We'll be Woo. live every two weeks. So we'll see you in a couple weeks. Um, same time, Mondays at 8 a.m. Pacific. Well, thanks, everybody. And we'll see you then. See you.